Welcome to Landmark Worship Center's audio podcast. We hope that this message will inspire and encourage your life. So open your heart and mind and receive what God has for you today. Great is His faithfulness. Amen. And the other song that, that was sung here today, I'm a witness I am a witness, and you are a witness of what God has done. And uh, God wants to continue to do those things. Great is the Lord today. Amen. I'm going to go right into the Word. Uh, If you'll turn in your Bibles to the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 33. Matthew 6, 33. God bless all that are here today. Amen. Matthew 6, 33. And as you're turning there in your Bibles, I want to go ahead and give my Uh, sermon title, Um, this is what I'm preaching about today, The Way of Blessings, The Way of Blessings. I'm going to give you the answer to the way of blessings, and it's the Word of God, amen? And I'm excited about what the Bible says. We are holders of great promises of the Lord. The book of Matthew 6, 33 says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Let me read it again. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. What a beautiful presence of the Lord. Thank you, praise team, for leading us into a time of worship and praise unto the Lord because uh, he, again, here's another promise that the Lord has given, that he, he will inhabit the praises of his people. He is here today because we have obeyed the word of the Lord. But more than that, he's worthy of it. He's worthy of praise. No matter how we feel, I might walk into the building today not feeling very good, or I might feel great, but still yet, he's worthy of praise every time we walk into the house of the Lord. But there is a way of blessings today, and I'm going to give you this biblical principle of blessings. And uh, I'm very excited about it because this is God's Word, and I'm just simply delivering God's Word today. But these are things that, uh, as we talk about in the Word of the Lord, that you have to weigh out for yourself. Now, I'm not saying that it, that... Okay, what the Word of the Lord says is for all of us, we need to obey the Word uh, through everything. But you've got to weigh this thing out because I realize there's people that have been in uh, the church for many years, and uh, we know, we know these principles, and there might be people that have not been around church very long or maybe around God or experienced God very long. So you, got, you, you have to go and weigh these things out. But I am a witness, and there's many here that are a witness of the work of God through these principles. And I I realize that everybody wants to be blessed. Anybody here, let me ask the question, raise your hand if you do not want to be blessed. I knew that would be the case. I didn't even have to ask that question. But I know we all want to be blessed in one way or another. And uh, everybody wants to be blessed. 
Um, there, there's a couple of things that I want to mention here that, uh, that uh, in, in an uh, article in Today in the Word, uh, July 1990, it says uh, Captain Levy, uh, a believer from Philadelphia, was once asked how he could give so much to the Lord's work and still possess great wealth. And this was his response. He said, oh, as I shovel it out, he shovels it in, and the Lord has a bigger shovel. <laughs> and we know that to be true because we are witnesses to the fact that he does have a bigger shovel. Uh, but I also realize the fact that everything that God has blessed me with and blessed you with comes from the Lord. I can't do it on my own. Matter of fact, my breath that I breathe right now, it's a gift from God and I cannot do it on my own. The blood flowing through my veins, the beat of my heart, it's not on me. Uh, it just happens because it's a blessing from the Lord. It is a gift from God. Life is a gift from God. I thank the Lord for that. Matter of fact, there's another quote. Um, it was J.D. Rockefeller, which was a very wealthy man many years ago, and the name still applies when we think of this uh, name. We think of wealth, but we also see that it was said by J.D. Rockefeller that I never would have been able to tithe the first million dollars I ever made if I had not tithed my first salary, which was $1.50 per week. And so when we look at this, we, we, can, see, we can see testimonies and we can see victories. And, and I know the scripture that I read talks about that if we put God first, then all of these things, everything else is going to be added unto us. But it is so very important that God is the sustainer of our lives and everything uh, that we give back to him, he will bless it and he will help us in it. And I realize that the economy in a world right now, uh, we've all been crunched by the economy and inflation. And, uh, you know, it, it's a real thing. It is a real thing that has affected all of us. I know when we go to the grocery store, we, 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 we have a, uh, uh, a, a great awakening when you go and you consider the price of milk and the price of eggs and uh, uh, the price of everything, you know, the price of chocolate. Oh, it's just terrible. It's going up so much. And uh, it is something that we have to have to realize that it is, it is where we're at right now. The economy is pretty tough. Uh, but, and we're all trying to survive and trying to make it. And uh, we want to be blessed. We want help uh, in these times. So I realize that, that it only, not, not only affects us individually and affects our families, but it, affects, it also affects the church. It affects the church as we consider in this economy that we're in. And, uh, but the answer to all of our financial needs, and I am giving not a principle of Pastor Mark Burke. I'm giving you a principle of the word of the Lord. And I realize that there have been times through the years that a lot of, lot of people have abused uh, giving. And some people sometimes get to the point where they get sour at that. And, and I realize, just like right now, it gets real quiet. And we talk about those things. But truly, um, in, in the blessings that come and our help come from the Lord, everything that we have is from the Lord. We do understand. Now, I know I, 
and, and I pastored for 30 years, but I worked as a bivocational pastor for 30 some years. And um, I, I know what we experience. I know uh, the difficulty of it. And I, I realize that God has truly helped me in pastoring through these years uh, as a bivocational pastor, working a job, 40 hours. And, and I've told you before, there's been times that I have actually, in pastoring, worked 84 hours in one week. And some of you understand that. You, you know you've been through this. But the answer for our blessings and financial needs today in the church uh, at this time in the struggle of our finances of this uh, country and the world is, is the giving principle. It is the giving principle. And um, our, our giving to God's church is where the financial blessings flow, the sacrifice. And as the scripture text I read today it talks about that, that if we put God first, the kingdom of God first, all of the other things will be added unto us. And I realize, I know where it comes from when we're looking at the bills and we're looking at the struggle. And I, I can't, it's hard to make ends meet. I understand that. We've been there. We've experienced the same thing everybody else has, has experienced. But I realize that through the years, and I'm a witness to this, that if I put God first, I realize that God will work everything else out, and he has. I, I know that there was a point that I got laid off several years ago, and I, I was driving that great 1967 Camaro, and, a lot, and I still have it. If you don't know it, most people know that. I've talked about that, and my grandchildren love it. And, uh, but it's, it's in kind of rough shape right now. I need some work done to it, so... If anybody has the inkling of uh, wanting to help out, it would be a great blessing. But it's, it's an old car, and uh, it needs quite a bit of work to it. But I remember getting laid off, and I was driving that car and, uh, and, and trying to pay bills on $60 a week. $60 a week is all we had. And uh, to pay bills and pay the rent and... Uh, um, to uh, put gas in the car, and we, but we, we still, at that point, put God first. We put God first in that $60 as we gave $6 in tithes and we gave $3 in offering. <laughs> we, we did. We put God first. But you know, and, and I'm a witness to this because I've seen God multiply. I've seen him multiply in things that, that just totally amazed my uh, life. It amazed me how God worked this thing out. But in the giving principles of God, uh, there are several scriptures in the Bible. There's just a few. It talks about in Luke 6, 38, talking about the blessings of the giving principle. It says, give and it shall be given unto you. That's a promise. It goes on and says, good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. It's a principle that as we give, God gives back, but he gives back far greater than what we give to him. And in 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 7, um, and I'm, I'm giving you what the Bible says. You know, I, I realize, and I don't know, I, I don't know all the intricate details about... Um, you know, um, the, the, the internet and all those things, you know. 
but it seems like um, someone on those computers uh, knows my conversations and also knows uh, everything about what I'm going through and what I'm dealing with. And I keep getting these advertisements about how to deal with tendonitis. And which, if you don't know what tendonitis is, it's a ring in the ear. And right now, I have a ringing in my ear. And uh, I, yeah, I'd love to get past that, but if you ever uh, try to go on one of those little info things, it, it's gonna go through a like a, a 20 hour um, uh, advertisement and tell you nothing until the very end when they could have told you that at the beginning. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but what I'm telling you here today is a principle that God has proven to us. And it says in 2 Corinthians uh, 9, 6 through 7, But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according to as, his, as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. God loveth a cheerful giver. In the book of Acts chapter 20, verse 35, the latter part of that verse says, it's more blessed to give than to receive. I've found that to be true. I am a witness to that. You are a witness to that. Matthew 10, 8, uh, the latter part says, freely ye have received, freely give. We have received and freely give. And those are the, those are the ways of, of principle of giving. Those are the ways of blessing. I know that to be true. I am a, I'm, I am a eyewitness of those events. As it also says in Malachi, uh, 3, 8 through 12, as it talks about trying God to see what he will do. Uh, it says, of course, it also says, will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me, but ye say, wherein have I robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. Ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even the whole nation. And then verse 10 goes on and says, talking about try God, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. Storehouse is the house of God. That there may be meat in mine house and prove me now, we herewith saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations shall call you blessed, for ye shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. He said, try me, prove me. You know what that says? It means that if we're going to try him and prove him, we've got to take some steps of faith take some steps and make a choice of taking steps of faith and believing God that he will come through to supply the need when we can't make ends meet here and where we're at right now. There is a God principle that he wants to bring forth to us of sacrifice before him, of tithes and offerings, and even above and beyond that where the blessings begin to flow. This is what God is calling us to do.
Amen. It's, it, it's something that, that, that is a principle that we've got to latch on to because I believe because it has been abused through the years by some uh, and people have backed off of that, 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 that they're losing out on the greatest blessing that they could receive. Trust me, I have proven it. Uh, trust me, I have seen it. Amen. As a matter of fact, the building you're sitting in today is proof of giving. Proof of giving. For many years, we had saved funds sacrificially for the purpose of trying to, to uh, have a future for this church. I didn't know what direction it was going to go, but I knew God had spoken to me to do that. And we got to a point where we had some money saved up in funds, just trying to put some back. It cost a whole lot to be able to build a building, and we needed a new building. And, uh, and then we got to a point where I knew, I talked to the Lord very specifically. I said, Lord, we can't, we can't, we can't build, we can't do the things with the little bit of money we've got. So I felt like the Lord at a general conference spoke to me in a, in a North American mission service to take $10,000 of that, uh, they believe it was about $75,000 at that time, to give that to help build churches. And I gave that to the North American missions to help build churches in North America. And uh, amazing what, what they have done with building churches in North America. But I gave that as a seed offering because I knew that we couldn't do what needed to be done for the purpose of the future of this church. I had a long conversation with the Lord about it. He spoke to my heart, said, give the 10,000 of that money. I first argued with him. I'll be honest with you. I said, Lord, we don't have enough money the way it is. We're given a $10,000 to help build other churches when we need help ourselves. And when, we, when I went ahead and did that, I apologized to the Lord. I said, Lord, I, I know I need to follow what I feel like you're telling me to do. And we gave that fo those funds. And today, you are sitting in a miracle building because of giving. God gave us this building, it's paid off, and God gave us this building in a miraculous way. But even though it's paid off, there are a lot of expenses to keep this place going. I do know that, I'm thankful that it's paid for, but in the area of sacrifice is where provisions are given. It's, in, it's, it's a principle of God. It is a principle that establishes the fact that if we give unto the Lord, he will always give back to us. Amen? But it does have, there are many expenses that exist in this building. But it is a blessing from the Lord. There are many repairs, of course, that are needed to be addressed. And I don't talk a lot about tithes and offerings. And I want to apologize to the church because, uh, and, and here's the thing about it, a lot of times people get a, a stigma about a pastor that he's trying to make himself rich. And I'm telling you here today, I've worked 30 years in pastoring this church, and I, that is, it's not about me, it's about God. And it's about what God can do for us. Amen? Is about what God can do for us. You see, it's not about me. But I don't want the stigma 
of someone saying, hey, that pastor, he, he's wanting to get rich. No, I tell you, God has blessed us because of giving. I don't talk about myself and what I try to do, but pastor pays tithes and offerings and above and beyond in sacrifice like many of you do. But I don't talk about myself. I, I, I try not to, but I did not want the stigma. But I realized that if I don't present the message of the principle of giving I am, and teach this and preach this, I'm cheating you out of a great blessing. It's a matter of faith. It's a matter of a step of faith to step out and believe the Lord for these things. And, uh, but, but I have been taught through the years, I have been taught through the years and also in my own Bible study, to give a first fruits, to give a first fruits to God and then the rest will be taken care of and it has been. It has been. God has blessed us over and over and over and over again. And it's because of the giving principle. I'm a, I'm a witness to this. I'm a witness to this. That there have been times that I had to step out in faith. I had to step out beyond uh, what the reality looked like. That you can't make ends meet but I've stepped out in faith and I watched God bring forth the blessings to my life, to my family, and to our church. It's been a chosen lifestyle of giving to God. It's a chosen lifestyle. I realize that we're getting really quiet right now. I realize that, but I also realize that this is a principle of faith that when you begin to catch a hold of this, of the principle of giving, and you begin to press out into that area of faith, you're going to see God do a miracle in your life in this economy where the struggle is. You're going to see God come forth in these things in a great and mighty way. You're going to see it. God has always done it. But it's a matter of faith and of our tithes and offerings unto the Lord and the sacrifice of even above and beyond that. You see, giving is an act of faith and trust in God's word. How many here today truly trust God with the eternal destiny of your soul? He's the one that holds eternity. Uh, how many trust God with your finances. Does it make sense to trust God with your eternity, but not with your finances? Because God can be trusted. He just wants us to step out in faith and trust in him. There was a, uh, 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 there was a, a man that was hiking along, and I, I love this, this illustration. He was hiking along the side of a canyon, and and it's strange, right now we're hearing a lot of hikers that are falling to the death. It's really strange. Um, a lot of people are hiking more today than ever before, I guess. But this man was hiking along the uh, long rim of the canyon, and all of a sudden he slipped, and he began to slide down the side. And as he slid down, he, he grabbed a hold of a, a small tree that was there on the side of this, uh, of, of this canyon, 
And as he slipped even further down, he felt himself and all of the things began to go through his mind of what could happen. He could fall to his death because it was a long way down. He looked down, he looked up, and uh, he was trying to figure out what to do as his feet were hanging, his legs were hanging over in midair. And he, he was trying to figure out what to do, holding on to this branch with all of his might. And he began to cry out, is there anyone up there that can help me? He cried with the loudest voice that he could give, and, and he heard a voice that said, let go of the branch. To him, that didn't make sense. If I let go of the branch, I'm going to fall into my death. And the voice said, let go of the branch. And he said, who is it? Who is this? And... Uh, the voice said, it's the Lord. And the man said, okay, is there anyone else up there? <laughs> is there anybody else that could give me a little bit different thought here? But the message of this is giving is a trust issue. If you trust God with your soul, you can surely trust God with your finances. You can surely trust God that he's going to come through to take care of the needs of your life. I'm telling you here today, there are great blessings that are awaiting you and me as we step out in faith and put our faith and trust, not just in our eternity, but our faith in God with our finances and with everything about our life and everything about our health and everything about everything. Now, I, I realize giving to the Lord and sacrificing unto the Lord of our offerings and our tithes and our, and our, and our sacrifice above that. I realize that we're, it doesn't mean we're never going to go through a trial. It doesn't mean we're never going to go through a struggle. But I tell you what it does mean, it means that there's going to be a peace through the struggle. There's going to be a peace through the hardships and the, and the hard times because you're going to see God come through. And you know what's going to come out of this? You're going to see a miracle testimony in your life. This is the answer to our world today. It's trusting God and put God first with everything and he will come through. We have testimonies in this building that are amazing. There was an event that happened several years ago of someone that, that actually... Uh, didn't have the money to pay a bill, but they, they were in church service and they brought a seed offering and placed it upon the altar and, and trusted God that he would take care of whatever the need was. They didn't have the money to pay, excuse me, to pay the bill. So they gave uh, 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 some money in offering and it was a sacrifice because they needed that to pay their bill. And when they gave that, uh, the next few days, there was a dog came up to their, to their house and was at the door on their porch, and they took the dog in and started taking care of it. They fed it. They watered it, and they had a collar on it, but it didn't have a name on it, and they took care of that dog and, and uh, uh, petted it and took care of it like it was their own. And then there was a, I don't know exactly how they found out, but I guess there was a, there, there was a uh, article in the newspaper saying, have you found this? this dog and they had a phone number and they contact and made contact and the people came to their house and when they walked to the door and they opened the door this dog ran to them because that was the owner and they were so excited they said thank you so much I think they took care of it for a week but thank you so much for taking care of my dog this dog is just like a family member to us 
And uh, when uh, they talked a little bit, and all of a sudden the people that owned the dog handed them some money. They said, oh, you don't need to do that. And they didn't know how much it was. But handed, uh, they said, no, uh, take it because you, you took care of this dog. We're, I'm very thankful for that. And, um, and when they, they left, they opened it up, and it was more than what they needed to pay the bill and it also took care of the money that they put in seed offering. You see, that is what God does. And that is a testimony of the power of God. But it's a matter of faith. Do you believe that God can do this? Amen. This is, this is what my pastor taught me. This is what I've always heard. He was always preaching faith and trusting in God. And he said, if you, he even said this. He told, told our church one time, he had the audacity to say this, talking about a God principle. He said in his faith preaching and trusting in the Lord, he said, if you want a raise on your job, he said, pay the tithe of, of 10% of what you want to make. I did that because I believed. And God gave me raises. Matter of fact, through the years, he's given me $3 an hour raises on my job, which is unheard of a lot of times. He's given me raises after raises after raises. And God has come through and taken care of me. Even when we had nothing, I've been there. I've experienced that. But even when we had nothing, God came through. It's the giving principle. But it's a matter of faith and trust in the Lord. Giving is God's plan. Everything we have is God's anyway. Amen. Everything he gives us, it's God's anyway. He just, he just asks for 10% and an offering. <laughs> and, and, and we use the blessings that God has given us. If it wasn't for God, we wouldn't have anything. Matter of fact, those that don't even recognize God, uh, the Bible proves this out, that they, are, they, they have uh, riches and certain areas, but yet the thing about it, they might not know God, but they, they might be wealthy and multi-billionaires, but a lot of those people, it's even been said by testimonies, but they don't even have peace. They don't even have happiness. It's a struggle constantly. But I tell you what the children of God have, they have peace, they have joy, they have happiness. Amen. But tithes as the Bible talks about, goes toward the ministry and offerings go toward the support of the bills of the church. It's, it's a principle of the word. And the sacrifice beyond that is when we give to other ministries of the church. And this church from the beginning, um, as, a, as a Bible principle, has given the pastor uh, the tithes of the church and, and uh, for the support of the ministry. I will say this. At this time, I don't choose to take all of the tithes. I take a portion of tithes for paying expenses of pastoring. But there's a need that the offerings don't reach to pay the bills. It's, it, it is a struggle. The church has a lot of expenses in the church. But this giving principle is to give to God because we love him and give back and we watch God begin to do a work. But at this time, I don't, I don't choose to, but only to take a portion to pay 
expenses of pastoring. But the majority is actually paying expenses of the church along with the offerings. The offerings were designed to pay the bills of the church. I have a job. I do HVAC work. I've done it for 30 years. And it's supported my family. I've been very thankful for the job that I have. I'm getting to the point where I'm bored. I'm getting to the point where you walk into a job, you already know what, I, I hear on the, the phone what the problem is, I already got to figure it out before I get there. Is that right, Brother Jeff? I already got to figure it out, so when I get there, uh, I'm, uh, I get it fixed real quick, and I'm talking to the customer, and I'm fiddling my phones trying to figure out, okay, I'm just watching, make sure it's still running, and this and that. And, and, um, but it's supported my family, and I'm thankful for that. God has blessed me for 30 years. Uh, pastor in the church, I've been able to do that. He's helped me with everything. But the plan for me at this point is my plan is to retire from my job, but still pastor uh, at the end of this year. And this will affect the bills of the church, the expenses of the church. It will affect that. But it is very important for us to catch a hold of the giving principle. I love this church. I've given myself, my family's given ourselves to this church because we love you and we love this church, and I know you do too. I thank you for all the sacrifices that you have made through the years. I'm grateful for that. But we have testimonies in this building of people that have stepped out in faith, and we have seen God come through. God is not expecting us to give uh, so much greater than what everybody else gives. He's expecting us to give of equal sacrifice, equal sacrifice to support the body of Christ. We must all support this church or it won't exist. It won't exist. We can't depend on others to carry all the load either. Some give tithes and offerings faithfully. Some give tithes only. Some give offering only. Some don't support at all. Just the fact of it. But it's important to God that we give equal sacrifice. And there was, there's a story in the Bible, in the book of Mark, chapter 12. It talked about the widow's might. It was a principle that Jesus sat and watched. It says in verse 41, And Jesus sat over against the treasury and beheld how the people cast money into the treasury. Jesus was watching all that. And many that were rich cast in much, and there came a certain poor widow, and she threw in two mites, which make a farthing. And he called unto him his disciples, and saith unto them, Verily I say unto you, that this poor widow hath cast more in than all they which have cast into the treasury. For all they did cast in of their abundance, but she of her want, did cast in all that she had, even all her living. What the Lord was trying to say is some give more of their abundance and some give of, their, of the little that they have, but let it be equal sacrifice. Everybody is needed in the house of God. Everybody is needed in our giving and support of the kingdom of God, but it is a blessing principle, blessing principle. 
You see, we give as a church to many different ministries. We give to Christmas for Christ to start churches. We give at Christmas time. We give, and then of course we give to global missions. Uh, people faithfully give to those things to support missionaries and Mother's Memorial and. Um, uh, move the mission to help missionaries get uh, vehicles to drive and save our children to help reach children, men's ministry. We, we give to a lot of different things, but I do want to establish something here that we must understand that our first priority is to the local church assembly because all of the other things are above and beyond of sacrifice and that's where blessings flow through it all. But the church is the base, and it's so vital for us to give and support the church faithfully every week, every month, our tithes and offerings, and the sacrifice above and beyond that, and just see what God will do. Prove him and see what God will do. You see, the church has many needs I could go through this all, a long way. We got concrete work that needs to be done. We got parking lot that needs to be done. We got brick work. We're actually losing some bricks on the side of the building. We got some needs there. We have roof work that's going to get fixed here probably in the next week or so. Um, uh, we had two. We had a furnace go down in the Connect Center. Thank the Lord, Brother Jeff and Brother Ron, put a put two furnaces twin together down there in the basement, and uh, we have heat down there. So if you're Wondering why the heat wasn't working real well down there. That's the reason. But it's a whole lot quieter now. Thank the Lord for that. And it's a whole lot more efficient. Um, just to give you the reality of the, of the fact here, the church, it, it costs a lot for the church to operate. The church insurance every three months is $3,600. Every three months. And that's 3,600 times four in a year's time. The utilities average over every month throughout the whole year about $1,000 a month. A lot of things goes into the church to have church for us to come in and have church and thank God for that. And I thank the Lord for the sacrifice that has went into this campus, this church campus. We even need a van. I thank the Lord for Sister Sheets. She, uh, spent money and bought us a van and it served the purpose uh, there's a lot of repairs that need to be done to it at this point but there's a point we're going to need a new van there's a lot of things in the church that is needed but what God is wanting for his church we, we must take care of God's house and we must take care of the things of God amen But this happens when we give of our tithes and offerings and sacrifice to the Lord. Amen? You see, the blessings, and I'm going to close on this as we ask the musicians to come. The blessings from God into our lives are through our giving. Through our giving. Try God and see what God will do in your life. There was a man, as we stand here today, there was a man that had a heart attack. It was a difficult situation for him. And he was rushed to the hospital. 
And here's the thing about the heart attack. Um, he could only have a few visitors uh, and was not to become alarmed in any way because of the condition of his heart. They didn't want to scare him into or excite him into a point of a deeper heart attack and him passing away. So they required uh, just a minimum of just a very few visitors to come and see him. And he was not to become alarmed in any way. While he was in the hospital, his rich uncle passed away and left him a million dollars. Now his family, and he didn't know about this, but his family wondered how to break the news to him. With the least amount of excitement, how are we going to do this? So, I guess this is a reflection on pastors. So they called on the pastor. They tell him, maybe the pastor wasn't that exciting. I don't know. But he was going to talk to him and try to tell him how to, that, that without getting him so excited that it would affect his health. So they decided to ask the pastor if he would break the news quietly to the man. And the pastor went stood by side his bed in the hospital and uh, he gradually began to build up to the exciting news and the pastor asked the patient when it got to that point where he felt like he could tell him quietly not to get himself so upset or not upset. I don't know if anybody would be upset about getting a million dollars. But get so excited that he would die and not be able to enjoy it. So the pastor asked the patient, what would he do if he inherited a million dollars? And the patient said, um, I think I would give half of it to the church. And the pastor dropped over dead. So the moral to this story, if you have $500,000 offering today, please break it to me gently. But I'm telling you here today, if you will step out in my faith and prove God, the testimonies that are in this building today that we could be here all day talking about how God has blessed our lives. But it comes down to us being faithful and putting God first, first fruits before the Lord. I tell you what I do. I give to God first before the government takes everything out. I give to God first because He is so precious to my life and I trust Him. I believe in him. I'd like for us to lift our hands to the Lord and give him thanks for what we have. God, I thank you. <laughs> I thank you, God. I thank you, God. You are so faithful, God. Faithful in giving back far greater than what we could ever give, God. I have tried you, I have proven you, God, and I know without a doubt that you always come through. 
I pray for your congregation today, God. Thank you for what you blessed us with. But I know that there is a way of blessing that is so much greater than what I could ever do on my own, God. This church, God, you blessed us beyond measure. It was above and beyond what we could ever do. But God, you did it. And I thank the Lord for this building and this campus that you put us in. It is a God miracle, and I thank you for it, Lord. And I thank you, God, as we catch a hold of the giving principle. I thank you, God, that you will bless us beyond measure. But it's all, God, about not the blessing so much. It's about our love for you. It's about our praise for you. It's about our thanks to you, God, for all that you've given us. I praise you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. All my life you have been 